Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yeah. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Coca-Cola Company, Keurig Dr. Pepper, and PepsiCo are bringing consumers more choices with less sugar than ever before. In fact, nearly 60% of beverages sold contain zero sugar. Visit balanceus.org to learn more. What's shaking, Red Nation? It is Jeremy Brenner here with another episode of The Dream Take presented by The Dream Shake. I'm of all things Houston Rockets at SBNation.com. And tonight, we have a W-Pod on our hands. Let's go, y'all. No Alperon Shengu, no problem for the Houston Rockets, who pick up the win against the Boston Celtics. Probably the most unexpected win of the year. Final score, Rockets 111, Celtics 109. And let me tell y'all, you know, out of all of the – I'm just going to be on it – the bullshit that we've seen this season – You know, it's moments like these that give you a little bit of hope that this ship is going to be just, just fine. So Rockets had control of this game pretty much throughout, uh, you know. Support for this podcast comes from Macy's. Macy's Inc. is making a major commitment to create a more equitable and sustainable future through its enterprise-wide social purpose platform, Mission Everyone. Through Mission Everyone, Macy's is directing $5 billion of the company's spend through 2025 to support diverse-owned businesses and retail development programs. That spend will also be directed to grant funding to advance human rights, racial justice, workforce development, and economic opportunity. Macy's is working in partnership with important organizations, including the Human Rights Campaign, National Urban League, Big Brothers, Big Sisters of America, the Trust for Public Land, and the Jed Foundation and National Alliance on Mental Illness. 
when all of our voices are heard, when everyone gets a seat at the table, real progress is possible. To learn more about how Macy's Inc. is supporting a brighter future with bold representation for all, check out Macy's.com slash purpose. Today's episode is brought to you by Cars.com. With over 2 million vehicles and 50,000 more added every day, Cars.com will match you with the perfect car for you, your budget, your life, your style. And if you're ready to say goodbye to your current car, Cars.com will get you an instant offer to cash it in. Just start by entering your license plate and get matched with a local dealer who will write you the check. So whether you're looking to buy or sell, just go to Cars.com. It's magical. They they held they held the lead for most of it. They played well tonight, and and usually games like these, you know, we've seen them kind of at the end where they kind of just figure out a way to lose it for whatever reason. That game against Sacramento from a couple weeks ago, right before the All Star break, comes to mind. Um, but yeah, the Rockets pull out this win. They get the stop at the end. You know, they nearly blew it at the end. They were up. Uh, they were up like nine points with less than five minutes to go. And the Celtics had a chance to tie the game at the end. Jason Tatum misses the layup right there. But yeah, great win tonight for the Rockets. Uh, Michael Brown, my co-pilot, is going to come up uh, whenever he's ready to visit me up here. Uh, Mike, uh, W-Pod on our hands tonight, probably the most unexpected of the season. I couldn't let you do this by yourself. Oh, so. no, no, no. We got to spread the joy here. I got to tell you, man, that was, I, I caught most of the second half. This was interesting, man. There's a, there's an elephant in the room. I don't know if you want to get into it yet, but... Cut Kevin Porter. Mm, that's part of it. Release him. No, I wouldn't say... I wouldn't against, say against Boston of all teams, though. I wouldn't that, say release that to me. Him. The, the irony is not lost to me in that. In that, Kevin Porter played the no. way he did tonight. Uh, yeah, what like thirteen assists, fourteen assists against Boston. Thirteen. I'm curious as to what Chris Mannix is doing and thinking right now. Uh, Bill Simmons. Bill Simmons yeah, Bill Simmons. What is Bill Simmons going to do? Bill Simmons is like Bill Simmons is a clown. No, man. Look, before I get to what I want to ask you about. Because I am going to ask you this question before I have to take off tonight. Uh, phenomenal win tonight. Jabari did his thing. KJ did his thing. Uh, Usman Garuba did it. I mean, those two, three. Garuba had some good minutes as well. Yeah, uh, overall, a big team win tonight. Some solid contributions off the bench. Uh, Jalen Green had that real hot start. Uh, you know, the box score doesn't look too promising for him, but having 17 points in basically the first quarter. Uh, is is definitely a great start and a team high twenty eight for him tonight. Uh, and then Kevin Porter fourteen thirteen and six uh, with only one turnover. That that mm. is you know the Kevin Porter point guard hive is is celebrating tonight for sure. Yeah, and Jabari third straight twenty and ten. Absolutely, game. Jabari start, is starting to turn start- a corner. We love to see it. Mm, he had twenty four and twelve. And ironically, it's right around the same time that Jalen did his thing last year. Mm-hmm. You know, it's after right, the All Star break. After the All Star break, by coming down the last like twenty games, he's he's starting to do his thing. And I was at the game on Saturday. He's starting to look more comfortable. He's starting to get it. He's also a guy. I know you and I talked about this last year. 
the cockier Jalen Green played, the better he played. Jabari too. Jabari's starting to chirp a little bit. He's starting to feel himself a little bit more. That's the way he's. That's the way he's got to play. You know, an efficient twenty-four and twelve tonight from Jabari. Mm. Uh, nine of eleven from the field, five of six from three. Those shots are falling, <sighs> and uh, you know that that's the Jabari that we expected to see coming out of school. And uh, you know, the first fifty or so games didn't see that. Uh, starting to get a little worried, but in this last three or four games, he's really started to pick it up. Uh, but you, you said you had that question for me. Uh, I want to get to that. So let's lay it on me. Yeah. Who didn't play tonight? Alperen Schengen did not play tonight. I got to tell you, man. I mean, my question to you is very simple, very flat out. I, I think I know the answer, but I think it bears mentioning. Is this Rockets team built to play better without him? I don't believe so. Okay. Um, but you understand it, the question though. You I'll know why I this. Yes and no. Yes and no. I think okay. I think I think Boston is a very good matchup. Uh I think because they don't have a lot of bigs, so the Rockets could play a little bit small mm-hmm. too, and they did. Jabari at the five um was a lot of what pl- played tonight. They played Garuba at the five as well. Um so it it made sense for that. Um and it also kind of let Kevin Porter Jr. uh have more responsibility with the ball and in setting up the offense. And I think that was important as well. Um, I think, I think there's, it's really hard to see a world where both Shengun and Kevin Porter coexist um, on the same team in, in a successful way. Um, I just, we, we've seen now two years of that basically. I mean, granted Shengun did not have as large of a role last year um, than he does this year. Um, they both bring very different things to the table, and it's very hard for those two to have their best versions of themselves come out while playing together. Kevin Porter Jr. loves having a lob threat, uh, and, and that's just not Alperin Shangoon. Um, and Shangoon is a guy that helps set up the offense. I think, I think the ceiling is much higher with, with Shangoon than it is with Kevin Porter. Um, but a win like tonight proves why the Rockets have this vision for Kevin Porter. He's able to you know, build something here. Um, so yeah, I mean, it, it's a very tricky situation the Rockets are in, and it's and it's be, and it's a result of the direction that they decided to put themselves in. You know, back when they traded James Harden three years ago. Let's just bring as much talent in the in the building as possible, ne- not necessarily prioritizing the fit that those players have, but let's just bring the most talented people we can find and see what sticks. And they're figuring that out as it goes on. And and tonight they found something that sticks. Does this have staying power, though? That's the real question. Beating the Celtics in a regular season game in the middle of March when the season's far from over, or it's, it's been over, it's, it's far from any semblance of a real win. Like, as, you know, with the losses that have come in this latter stretch of the season, unfortunately, this win, um, it, it's, it's just a, a tally mark in the win column. It's not, it doesn't change a lot of what it is, but that's a conversation for a different day. This is a W pod. We're going to celebrate. So yeah, I'm going to bring up DJ. DJ's uh, been waiting here for Facts. a chance to speak. So DJ, welcome to the dream take my friend. How are you? What's up, Mikey B? Long time. Once again. Oh, DJ. <laughs> it's been far too hey, long. Jeremy, I got to disagree with you, man, about the win tonight, man. I think it was, I think it had some substantial importance mainly because Boston was trying to win. Now, Boston, we all know all these teams are in the middle of March don't really mean nothing much to them unless they fight for the season. That's cool. 
But the fact that Boston was actually trying to win, they had all their big dogs going at it with this young Rockets team. And for the Rockets to learn how to actually finally pull out a win in this moment, I think it was a great win. I think it was a great win just because mm. Boston was actually trying to compete. That's what made it a win. I mean, a good win. Yeah, 100%. 100%. Agree that this win, there is some value there. But if you go play the Lakers on Wednesday and you lose by 20 to a team without LeBron, then then it, it, it downplays the value that this win has. Take this win, take the good parts of this win, and apply it down the line. So it's a good win tonight, but... It's it's yeah. not going to mean as much if you don't do something with it. You know what I mean? No, I get no, I get I get what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah, and this is like the and first I, like I, real win that I I don't count those Spurs wins because the Spurs were kind of half baked. Hey, 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 hey! They're wins because wins. of the Spurs, not because of anything else. Um, but then the the last time they won a legitimate okay. game that I call a legitimate game was against the Thunder back in. Uh, Back in early February, like like the Rockets have not won a whole lot uh, recently. Um, so again, yes, when you can get these wins, you take them. Rockets get a win tonight, we take it. Indeed. Let me ask y'all a question right here, man. So just speaking hypothetically here, it's a question for both mm. of you guys. Um, if we was to not get the first round pick this year, of course, it's going to be out of everybody's in the when we I'm a sweet stuff, of course. So we don't get that pick, and we get mm-hmm. the second pick, overall pick. Do you guys draft school? My 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 I'm sorry, my guy's not school. It's um it's it's the guy from uh, I think Alabama. What's his name? Uh Brandon Miller. Brandon Miller. That's my guy. But with that second overall pick, do you keep it or do you trade it? Mm. Jeremy, I'll let you answer that because I have a hot take okay. on that. Okay. Um, here's my thing. Um, if you take Brandon Miller, now, Brandon Miller is someone we're going to discuss a lot of because he is, uh, at this point, he is the top collegiate prospect right now. And he's on the number one team in the country uh, in this tournament, other than the University of Houston Cougars, Mike. Didn't forget about you there. Thank you Today, so much. Another, Thank another you so one much for bringing that up. Congratulations. I um, don't you. lose this weekend because you don't want to be the one seed that loses. But uh, no, Brandon why Miller. Would bring, why would you say that? Why would you say that? They're not going to lose, Mike. It's, who, who do they play? Who do they play? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So um, I really hope I'm not eating my words about that. But um, look, Brandon Miller has a chance yeah, to too. really improve his stock here in March Madness. Um, and I think I, I just I question whether the fit because the Rockets already are relying on a lot of forwards. You know, we've got uh, Jabari, we've got KJ, we've got uh, Tari, we've got Brandon Miller now, if, if Brandon Miller's in the fold. I mean, look, if you have the number three pick, you take Brandon Miller, no question, I think. Um, but if you have number – if you have number – and that's right now. Obviously, oh, I, I we're still three-plus months away from the draft. But right now, Brandon Miller is, in my opinion, the third best player in the draft behind Wemby and Scoot. I think I think there is a tier difference though between Scoot and uh, and Brandon Miller. I think Brandon Miller can be really really talented, um, and he can really thrive at the level. I just feel like I just feel like it's so it, you're creating a log jam in that front court, and these guys need minutes. I feel like with Scoot, you bring him in, 
you you clear out that backcourt and you allow Scoot to be a building block for this team. I feel like with Brandon Miller, and that's the, kind of the problem that Jabari Smith has run into this year, is that because he's on a team with Jalen, with Shengun, with Kevin Porter, there's so many different building blocks that need the ball. Like Jabari has struggled to get the ball, and because of that, he struggled to get in the rhythm. Now he's finally in a rhythm. So for me, I feel like Brandon Miller couldn't encounter a similar issue. Uh, granted, look, if you get him, then you make it work. But if the Rockets have a choice between Scoot and Brandon Miller, I've got to go Scoot. I think there's more potential for him to be the guy, the franchise guy. And um, that's not to knock Kevin Porter. That's not to knock Brandon Miller. I just think that Scoot Henderson is a guy that can be a multi-all-star player. And I see that more with him than I do with Brandon Miller. So you're saying – so, so you saying so? So you saying you would keep the? So you saying you would draft school, which we already mm. got a log and guard. All right, let, let me let me let me go ahead and just clarify what I'm saying. Basically, this we need about. a point guard. No, no, no agree, but I think we need a veteran mm-hmm. point guard. I don't think school is the answer as point guard because I think you're getting the same in school as what you get in school, as in K, uh, KPJ. Mm-hmm. So I see what a, a combo dynamic guard. They both the same thing. I think you need a. Uh, a savant of a guard that's still not too young, but in the middle of, you know, reaching his, you know, not, not his ceiling, but at, at his apex right now. A guard- I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this, DJ. If it's not Scoot, um, I really, and this is a kind of a under the radar kind of pick, but you see there's a lot of guys here in the NBA that they are kind of in the shadows of some player, Mikel Bridges is the most perfect example I can come up with right now. Where in Phoenix he was option three, option four. Now he's in Brooklyn as option one, and he's balling out. Tyrese Halliburton's another great example of this. Um, but I think Tyus Young or Tyus Jones, excuse me, Tyus Jones. I don't know why I said Young, but Memphis, Tyus Jones yeah. from Memphis, a free agent this year. He's got to be walking if if John Morant's there. I mean, maybe maybe the Grizzlies will sign him because they feel like they need some insurance with John Morant in his current situation at the moment. But if, if Tyus Jones has a chance to go to the Rockets and the Rockets want to start him, I feel like he's the perfect mix of a guy that can let Jalen be Jalen, but can also run the offense. And I think if you give him an opportunity, he can ball out as well. There was a game that he had not too long ago. I mean, now that he, now that John Moran's been out, Tyus Jones has been starting. He had uh, against the Warriors the other night, 22 and 11, uh, at 11 and 10 against uh, the Mavericks the other day. Um, you know, so Tyus Jones, when given the opportunity, uh, is able to ball out. 30, uh, he had, what was it, uh, 25 and 12 against the Clippers earlier this month. Like, he can ball. And I feel like I feel like he would be a nice veteran fit. He's only 26, he'll be 27 next year. That, that I think, is a good guy of, as an example of someone that, He's not too young, knows his way around the NBA a little bit, uh, but also uh, someone that, you know, could grow outside of this. But, Mike, what, what's your hot take? I know you got some. That's fair. <laughs> we're talking about right now is the NBA draft is on June 22nd. Free agency opens July 6th. What is James Harden doing? That's, that's the, the biggest key in this whole thing because if you legitimately think you have a shot at Harden, and I hate this idea, but you have to take Brandon Miller at two. I want nothing to do with Brandon Miller because I feel like you already have a better version of him in Jabari Smith Jr. And you could argue you already have KJ, you already have Tari Eason. 
You don't need Brandon Miller. I'll say this. That's that's if my biggest thing. You don't need him. If you're if you're not taking Scoot at two, there is going to be a team that will. And you trade I, back. I mean, and you trade back. Yes, indeed. Yeah, and I, and I, I believe what? that. I, I agree with that, but also with Harden, um, Philly not gonna let him off anything. It's gonna have to be I, I know he's gonna be a free agent, but it's, it's gonna, gonna be a signing trade. trade. So if you plan, if Houston plan on getting Houston, they're gonna have to really come with a package. It's going to tight Philly because you got to think, man. Harden started off with Daryl Moore. Daryl Moore not here, so that so so that foundation of that organization that brought this guy Harden in, not here anymore. So Moore is going to ask. He, it's definitely going to be a signing trade. He's going to ask for Kevin Porter. I I give him up. Bye <laughs> bye bye bye. Bye. Yeah, right. This is Kev, I mean, Kevin Porter, <laughs> like, like for the thing is, like in a signing trade that like signing trades are meant to just relieve cap space. Um, like when Kevin Durant signed with um, Brooklyn uh, in the sign and trade, they sent uh, D'Angelo Russell, I think, to the to the Warriors. So like they did that only because, you know, he had a, he had a contract that was, um, you know, comparable and Kevin Porter Jr.'s extension kicks in next season so he's the only player that is really making legitimate money on the rockets that that will you know kind of suffice like the rockets could probably take on harden's contract without a signing trade but the well, they well yeah, They're so, not paying so there's a chance for that um but if it's a signing trade I, I have a hard time seeing kevin porter not be the one that goes to Philly in that scenario. And then Philly can do, you know, Philly can trade him for something if they if they really look to do so, if they don't see a uh, future with Kevin Porter. Um, I mean, Ke- look, Kevin Porter's a very talented guy. Um, and maybe with a little bit more guidance um, and it's a different role, maybe he maybe thrives more. I don't know. But also, if you think about it, you know, if Philly doesn't win this title this year and they, and they find themselves and Harden walks and – you got Boston, you've got Milwaukee, mm. Cleveland's on the rise. Uh, you know, New York's going to do something probably. Um, you know, that puts Philly in a really precarious position, and you've got Joel Embiid in his prime. So I don't know if Philly's going to blow it up and and figure it out. I don't know if Embiid's going to want to leave. Um, it, 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 that is the number one domino in the offseason for sure, not just for the Rockets, but for everybody, I think. Um, cause, cause that, what that does is it opens Philly. Um, and then you also have Dallas. What is Dallas going to do? You know, Dallas has not played well since Kyrie got there. They're three and seven in their last 10. Uh, and they lost again tonight. Third straight loss for them. Kyrie's been hurt. Uh, Luca's been hurt. Um, so Dallas, there's a chance that Dallas may not even make the playoffs, which that would be hilarious. I would love, I would love nothing more than Dallas missing the playoffs, but, um, it's a legitimate possibility, guys. Like it's there's a real chance that Dallas gets shaken up. I don't know if it'll trigger a Luca leaving, but I don't think I don't think it will get to that point. But you never know. I mean, this league is this league has proven time and time again that it's got another trick up its sleeve. And uh, after what we saw at the deadline, with Kevin Durant and Kyrie, I have a feeling there's there's something more coming down the line. But uh, DJ, anything else pressing before we move on? Yeah, that's my last question. Well, that's my last question. I'm gonna go ahead and sure. log off and listen to the rest of the show. Um, with the what, where would you account this? I guess this team's success lately, not 
I'm not saying just wins, because of course we know they're not basically been winning, but as far as just, you know, the last, I'd say three games, they have been really competitive. And, you know what I'm saying? But what do you attribute, you know, do you think that, you know, the front office upstairs had something to do with the first half of the season? Let me just say that. Oh, good God, yes. That's a good question. <laughs> I think the succession. I think success comes from the guys whose name end in Ari between Tari and Jabari. Those guys are killing it. I don't think They're it's a coincidence the- that Jabari Smith has started this whole um, you know, trend where he's 20 and 10 and the Rockets just oh. going to be playing better. DJ, that was a great question. Thank you for that. Um, he's so, yeah, I think, I think Jabari Smith playing like the number three pick that we took him with um, is, is a big reason behind the success that the Rockets have had, or at least the uh, up the upbeat quality in the basketball that we're seeing. Um, look, it's still not a great product. They're one and two in their last three games, but that's a set that that says a lot. The fact that um, the Rockets, like a one and two stretch, is considered to be like successful because you know the the team is worse than one and two throughout the season. They their winning percentage is less than point three 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 three. So I would say that – go ahead, well, Mike. No, no, These no, guys no, no, are figuring out ahead. the NBA game. Jabari is feeling a lot more comfortable. They're drawing up more plays for him. Um, that's important, and, and that wasn't happening earlier in the season for a number of reasons, a multitude of reasons. Uh, Jabari not being ready or, um, you know, Silas just not wanting to go to him. I, like everyone's at fault for that in my opinion. Um, but now I think you're seeing, you know, more opportunities for these guys. Jabari's just has more confidence as well. Um, and, you know, like the players just are playing better. They have more experience together. They Their chemistry is a little bit better. Uh, I think Kevin Porter Jr. coming back does have some bit of a reason behind all of this. I mean, and I also think the San Antonio games uh, were a big factor in a lot of this. They, they, they blew out San Antonio at home by 32 points. Uh, not eight days ago. So I think those games really gave the Rockets a lot of confidence in saying, hey, like we can play good basketball. And I don't care if it was against a G League San Antonio team. Like we we are good, like we can win basketball games. And, and I think that's part of what we've been seeing the last couple of nights. To answer DJ's question, I don't know necessarily if the front office was a hindrance in them winning games. They didn't do this roster any yeah, I, I, mean, I got to tell you. This is a common thing well, they, we've they, had throughout the last um, several several years. Yeah, years? It's, it's just been, you know, yeah. th- this team is, is built to lose for this three-season window. And it just so happens to be the three seasons we've been hosting this show. Um, and now that they are getting out of that um, – you know, maybe we can start to see a bit more of a winning product. And I feel like with the West, the way it is right now, um, this is the time to kind of go for it because the West, like Daryl Morey always said, if you're, you know, you're either in the arms race, or you're out of the arms race. And I, I fully identified with that. You know, what's the point in being mediocre? If you're going to be bad, be the best at being bad. And that's kind of where they are right now. Now, obviously in the next couple of years, they're going to have to, you know, have these growing pains of trying to move their way up from 15th in the West 
So hopefully number one at some point. Um, but at least we're seeing some kind of progress with that. And a lot of these teams right now that are sitting four through 13, uh, they've got a lot of me- – they're, they're mediocre and they've got a lot of problems. And there's going to be a lot of teams in that group that are going to question, hey, you know, should we blow this up? Dallas is among those teams. Uh, Golden State is probably among those teams if they don't figure it out this year. Although I, I think they will. I, I really think that Golden State has just gotten really unlucky with their injuries and all that. But like the Lakers, um, the Pelicans are in a weird spot. Um, you know, the Timberwolves, they're kind of they're kind of stuck. Um, the Clippers are also a team that's kind of stuck. Uh, so you've got a lot of teams that are stuck. And I feel like the Rockets are stuck, but they're at least stuck in a place to where they can get the best talent in the draft. Um, and they might get Victor Wembanyama. We'll see. Well, and it's also we. I talked about this on the show last night. They're a couple moves away from being a fifty team. From being, a I agree. Team. I agree. They, they are. They are literally right there, and that starts with three moves: getting a real head coach. Because I saw some people praising Silas on the timeline. Does this, you know, is this run that they're going on mean meaning that they're going to keep him? Uh, no. Um, second, you getting the number one pick. There's one guy in this draft, in my assessment that changes a franchise and that's Victor when when Bonyuma. Scoot Henderson is not that guy I think Scoot is going to be really 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 good but is he a franchise altering type of guy no There's, yeah, I do you know you think you think so or you agree I to me and obviously this is not like this is this is the kind of impression I've gotten from Scoot since the season I know it's not the best uh comparison right now but he reminds me a lot of John Morant in terms of, and John Morant has changed yeah. the Grizzlies. He's taken them from the team picking number two in the draft in 2019 to uh, number two seed in the West in 2022. That man is a franchise changer. And and I think yeah. if everything goes right with Scoot, that can be his trajectory as well. But that's the scary thing, though, is what you just said. If everything goes right. Like, I feel like everything doesn't have to well, go yeah, right. If everything, if everything goes right with Victor Wimanyama, it's, it's a championship. And the thing is, with John Morant, it could still end in a championship. Um, you know, we'll see. I mean, obviously the last couple of weeks have uh, not led us to believe that that could happen. But, um, you know, John Morant, he's still really young. If he can figure out uh, this bump in the road for him, um, and if all of this is is just a bump in the road, then, which I hope it does, because Memphis is a really which talented team. And, you know, while the Rockets are yeah. not in the arms race, we can support these teams. But if the Rockets are in the arms race, screw them. Uh, but... I will say this, um, you know, yes, get, get a franchise guy in the draft, get a new coach, maybe get James Harden. Th- those are your three moves. And then, yes, the Rockets will be a lot closer to 50 wins well, than they are now. I'll say that. But to simplify your third statement, though, I, it doesn't even have to be Harden. You got to get a real Harden is, Harden is the easiest Harden. path to that because Harden has expressed Correct. interest in playing for this team. I He's also going to cost you the most money, though. That's the yes, other part. But the of Rockets it. at least have the money to spend. Number one and number two. They do. Um, you know, they I do. don't like for the Rockets in order to get a superstar this summer. It's you get Victor Wembanyama in the draft, you get Scoot, and then Scoot becomes a star later mm. on. And and Victor Wembanyama will also kind of become that guy later on. Um, that being said, um, James it's James Harden or bust for the Rockets. It's not like they're going to get a star in free agency. It's it's him or nobody. I don't see Chris Middleton being like, yeah, 
I'm going to go play for the best team in the NBA, and then I'm going to go sign a contract with the worst one. It just doesn't. Well, but it's money, though. Yeah, it's but, money, but though, money, for him. Money, he, he, he's going to look to cash in. A lot of different teams that are way more likely to win over the Rockets. So, and, and no, Fred VanVleet right. doesn't move the needle. Like, and Chris Middleton doesn't move the needle for me. Like, it, like not enough to mm-hmm. make me think, oh, yeah, the Rockets are going to win 50 games this year. But if you asked me if we missed out on Harden, if he went back to Philadelphia, and you told me that we ended up snagging Fred Van Fleet, you know, in a situation like... I mean, it's better. It's better. I'll certainly take it. Don't get me wrong. When when Jalen Brunson left Dallas to go to New York for the money, that's got to be the type of situation... Jalen Brunson's got a little bit more to his game than, than Fred Van Fleet does. Fred Van Fleet, though, you and I both know, being American athletic guys, that... I mean, Fred Van Fleet, I love his story. I love his career. I loved him in college, and I definitely did not think that he was going to get to the point where he got in his career. For sure. NBA champion, starting point guard, $80 million contract, an all-star. That was insane. I never never saw that. But that's not who he is anymore. I'll tell you this. Well, I'll tell you this. I mean, if you can get Harden, you you could easily talk me into him convincing Patrick Beverly to come back to. After seeing what I saw on Saturday, I I would give a lot Mm – to add Patrick Beverly to this roster. Yeah, and then and then and then um who oh. else? Let, let's bring Clint Capella back. Let's bring PJ Tucker one out of Philly. Uh so we'll bring him back too. Uh Trevor Reese is Trevor Reese is probably not well, busy either, so well, give him a phone call. <laughs> Gerald, bring back Gerald Green, bring um, back the mayor. Yeah, the yeah. Mayor. Gerald, Gerald Green would be like, Yeah, of course I want to play with this team. Yeah. Um, well, okay, but you laugh, but you don't laugh at this. If you end up bringing Harden back and he can bring back Tucker on a one-year deal, Beverly on a one-year deal to bolster the bench, I have no problem with that. How many How many games does the 2018 team win in this NBA? Oh, at least 60, 65 in that, in that ballpark. And that's the thing, man. We, I also broke this down last no, but, night. Okay, but no, I'm saying, I'm saying like, I, I should rephrase that question. Not not the twenty eighteen not the twenty eighteen version of that team the players in twenty twenty three. yeah, that's good. Okay, so you're saying not. So them I'm saying in I'm saying literally bring everybody back as their current selves in twenty twenty three. Fifty five. That's still a lot. That's, Fifty. That that's more than most of the teams are going to make this year. Well, and I would like the I would like their that that could be the number one seed this year in the West. Well, right now Denver's at forty six wins. This dude, this league, this what this West. It's tight. This is this is about as tight as it's been in the league that I've ever seen. But who who scares you? Honestly, that's an honest question. In the West, out there, if you're in the Western Conference in a seven game series, who scares you? In the West, Phoenix has the highest ceiling. Right behind, right behind them is Golden State, and that might be the first round matchup. And that's crazy. Because Golden State, first of all, Golden State's what seven, seven and twenty six on the road. They don't win on the road. Yeah, but they still. I, I will say that. Yeah, series. they. Yeah, because they haven't lost a playoff series together. The three of them have not lost a playoff series yep. together. But but Sacramento. I mean, Sacramento doesn't scare Sacramento, me. Sacramento, Sacramento, because they haven't they haven't done anything yet. That's why Denver doesn't scare me Correct. either. And Denver's had a pretty rough nope. patch the last couple of games. Clippers, the Clippers, Clippers, Clippers are going to give you a run. The Lakers aren't going to do anything. Uh, you know, the the Rockets are not that far off, which is crazy to say after this year. But you make yeah. a, a change at head coach. You got to get a real head coach in here. The more the more I thought about it, Jeremy, and I know we're going to run in a little bit long, but I think this is important. The more you sell me mm-hmm. on Mark Jackson, that's the move to me. 
I don't think it's going to happen. He's the perfect guy. For us. It's not. It's well, not. He's not going to leave the booth. No, he's not. But he would be my number one target. If if you if you said go pick a guy right now to coach this team, oh good God, would he be the right guy? Uh, like I'm thinking realistic <laughs> options at this point. Um, a Qu- like Quinn mm-hmm. Snyder is probably at the top of my list before he went to Atlanta. Um, I would probably Ugh, say pass. Honestly, and this is I might get flack for this, but Terry Stotts. Terry Stotts will at least get this team from out of the basement. And that, that to me, is, I think, what the Rockets are looking for more than anything. Also, I'm not sure if you caught this, but go back to our episode where we played the Nuggets a couple weeks ago. Um, I think it was two weeks ago. Uh, We had a guy from – like, he's a Denver guy, CT. Um, Yeah, he said said Rick Adelman's son. Adelman's son. David. Like, that to me would be cool, but I'm looking for an established guy. I'm looking for someone that has proven to win before. Terry Stotts has taken the Blazers to the Western Conference Finals. And and look, like you want a guy that has won before. And yes, like all of these, you know, but there aren't that many guys that are available because if they won, they're probably with the team already. So I would say of the people that I know are that's going right. to be available, Terry Stotts should at least get an interview. Like that's like the the little, you know, and Sean's in this chat, Ime Udoka, um, I don't want to get into a lot of that right now, but eBay Doka's won before. Um, maybe someone that has less of a sketchy past. Um, well, you could say the same thing. We're not going to get into this, but that, say the same thing about Brandon Miller. Is he draftable at this point? I that character. Thank God. Thank character. God. We don't have to make these decisions. No, that's what I'm saying. Though <laughs> is that character. Character is a driving force, and I'll tell you this. You and I, and the Rockets have proven to take guys that have questioned, have people have questioned their character in the mm-hmm. past. Kevin Porter Jr. is the best starting point guard. Yep, but I will say I'm going to hold out hope. Now, you and I may disagree on this, which is fine. That's why we're here. My number one choice—I don't know if he's attainable—is still Kelvin Sampson. Connection to the huh? Imagine, Connection to imagine the going to the Final Four. Winning the the only way winning, it happens is winning the, the natty, you yep. can't do it better than that. So yeah, nope. if that if that's, that's possible, my number one choice. I, I would be Peyton for it. Jackson. I would be for it. Um, but yeah, I'd be for it. Oh, it would be a splash. Um, it's it's different. It's weird. It would feel awkward, but everything is there for that to happen. Just saying. Yeah. I think this is a good place to park the rocket ship. We've got a lot in. So. It's it's fun to do these podcasts. We don't get to do a lot of them anymore because uh, they just don't win. But when they do, we celebrate and we do it together. It's super fun to have this show with you, Mike. Um, so let's, Absolutely. let's tell the listeners where they By can the way, follow us. You just sounded like the Dosakis guy. I don't always oh, yeah. – what did he say? What did he say? The, the most person? interesting podcaster in the world. <laughs> I don't prefer – what did he say? I don't, all, I don't always drink beer, but when I do, I prefer That's podcast. what it is. Yeah, I don't always it was, it was that listen. at the end. Yeah, I don't always listen to podcasts, but when I do, I prefer the drink yeah. tank. Uh, <laughs> okay. Well, go follow us on Twitter at the Dream Take and at Drink Show. Yeah, you, the end. you can also head to our Facebook page, give us a like over there, or head to thedreamshake.com, home of all things Houston Rockets at SBNation.com. Uh, you can also follow my co-pilot, Mr. Michael Brown, on Twitter at Mike Brown underscore twenty twenty. And you can follow me on Twitter at Jeremy Brenner. That's J E R E M Y B R E N E R. We'll be back in about forty-eight hours' time when the Rockets 
play the Lakers, and hopefully it's another W pod. We can have this going. Keep this winning streak going. I know it's not a winning streak now, but let's build a winning streak on Wednesday against the Lakers. Super big shout out to everyone that came to listen here on Spotify Live. Uh, thank you to DJ who came up and uh, chopped it up with us for a bit. Uh, thank you guys so much for tuning into this episode of the Dream Take. And until next time, go Rockets! How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger. Feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Support for this podcast comes from Frito-Lay in the 2023 Snack Bracket Championship. The Frito-Lay Snacket Challenge is underway, and fans are voting on their favorite snacks to crown champion. We're talking about primetime matchups between the best 64 snacks in the land. Will Ruffles Ridges reign supreme? Can Doritos defend their dynasty? Or will Smart Food use their smarts for a surprise upset? Only you can decide. Get in on all the action for a chance to win up to $1,000 or a year's worth of snacks. Let your snacks be heard. Just go to frito to vote and enter for a chance to win. No purchase necessary. Sweepstakes ends April 3rd, 2023. Void but prohibited. Years worth of snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons, each good for one bag of chips. See official rules at frito